Hi, I'm Nate, and this is the CMB Podcast, session number 10. Welcome to the CMB Podcast, a podcast designed to serve people of faith who make music. If you're looking for practical and inspirational ideas to help you in your musical craft, then look no further. ChristianMusicBlog.com is all about helping you think differently about creativity through eyes of faith as you learn how to establish healthy musical habits and disciplines, fueling your creativity and making you more prolific for the glory of God. And now for your host, Nate Fancher. Well, hello, everyone. This is the 10th session of the CMB Podcast. I am very excited. We have just reached the double digits. So this is session number 10, and Lord willing, there will be be many more. So... Um, very excited about this episode today. I have on the podcast a friend who I've just met in the last couple of weeks. His name is Stephen Bradley, and um, it's really, really cool how we were hooked up. So, um, as you all know, I have uh, this new site that's coming, that's being developed. We are a growing tribe of people of faith who make music um, dedicated to having a conversation about music um, with a Christian worldview, music through eyes of faith, how creativity looks from a biblical perspective, expanding our understanding of songwriting, of making original music, and the new site is going to be live on June the 15th, Lord willing, and uh, the site is christianmusicblog.com. So in this process, developing the site, you know, there's a lot going into it, and um, I was doing some work one day just doing some optim- optimizing for Google, and um, noticed another website with a very similar domain name, thegoodchristianmusicblog.com. So being very intrigued, I went to it, checked it out, and I uh, was very pleased to come across what, what I found. So thegoodchristianmusicblog.com is um, a very simple blog that my new friend Stephen Bradley has put together. And um, this conversation that we had goes into the the purpose of the blog, into his mission for the blog, and and just some stories as to how it's really kind of blowing up. It's really, really cool. And also, we're really excited about partnering together some more, actually. Um, we're going to team up and do some things together. He's going to be coming on the podcast in a, in a regular way um, and just exposing us to great music. And that's really the goal of his site. He wants to find artists who probably aren't as known, but should be. And as music makers, those of us who put together the music and who are pursuing this, we can learn from guys like this because he is a true music fan. He listens to all sorts of music, all sorts of genres, and um, it's just really cool what, what God is doing through his blog. So I, I do encourage you to check that out and and to listen to our conversation so you can find out more about it. There are several artists that are named um, in this conversation, and on the other side of our conversation, I'll bring those up again. And in the show notes for today, you can go to christianmusicblog.com slash session 10. You can find some links to these things. Uh, before we get into that conversation, I do want to just um, remind you guys, in session number nine of the CMB podcast, I had Matt Boswell on, and we we spoke about his new book, Doxology and Theology. And so I'm giving away a copy of that, so if you want in on that, you're going to have to send me an email before May 31st. So if you guys are listening to this way in the future, 
I'm sorry, but you did miss out. So, um, but yeah, before May 31st, if you send me an email, Nate at ChristianMusicBlog.com, you can send me an email with doxology and theology in the subject line, and I will enter you into the drawing. The pool is getting bigger as people send me emails to get in on it. But um, So you want to get in on it before the 31st, and you might win a copy. It's a great book. I'm currently reading it right now. I encourage you to go back and listen to that if you have not listened to it. Um, there was so much more that could have been said, I think, on it. And um, I'm very excited to see what happens with that ministry um, and all that God's doing through doxology and theology. Along those lines, um, for those of you that did hear it, there was a point that he made that I think was very important to get. And also, I wanted to to make a comment on it. He said that he was talking with a songwriter, a, a, a worship leader, a guy who had a record deal and lost the deal, and he was pretty discouraged and uh, I guess they were having dinner or whatever, and he he tells them pretty pretty bluntly, he says, bro, the world doesn't need your songs. The church doesn't need your stuff. And um, and I'm sure he encouraged him after that. He didn't go into the whole story. but um, And his point was that the church isn't nourished, the church isn't built up by the music we make innately. The church isn't built up by our programs. The church isn't built up by the style that we select on Sunday mornings or the the mood that we set in our lighting. Uh, The church is nourished by God's Word, and he made that point very clear, and I completely agree. And guys, this is what this podcast is for. I want us to get a biblical, healthy perspective on music making. And I think that when we do this, it actually sets us free to make stuff, to, to write songs, to record music and be free from the trappings of waiting on it to be fruitful, counting how many uh, people are following us on Facebook or Twitter, um, just that 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 trap of wanting to be liked and appreciated and praised by men and women. It's it's really a trap, and there's something freeing about knowing that we are broken jars of clay. The Bible says, and as music makers. We can be free from all of those trappings, make stuff with our confidence being in Christ, our identity being in what he has done for us, and not in how successful we may be or how how cool and relevant our music may be. But anyway, I wanted to make that point because it's just really important that we get that. So go to doxologyandtheology.com and pick up that book. Okay, so I want to get right to the conversation. As I mentioned, Stephen Bradley the founder and editor of the goodchristianmusicblog.com, otherwise known as GCM blog, GCM blog. Um, great conversation here, and I want to get right to it. So he's a young guy. He's got a heart for God. He's got a heart to share and spread um, the word of God through great music, and that's what he's doing. So here's his story. My conversation with Stephen Bradley on the 10th edition of the CMB podcast. Well, I'm here with Stephen Bradley. He's the founder and the editor of the goodchristianmusicblog.com. And it's great to have you on the podcast, Stephen. I'm excited about all that you're doing, and um, we're going to have fun today. Thanks for being with me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's good to be here. And um, I-, I thought it'd be great to have you just share with the listeners who you are and maybe share with us the story of how you came to faith in Christ and and how that led to where you are today. Sure. So, um, 
Well, first, yeah, my, my name's Stephen Bradley, uh, 22 years old, currently living in Leeds in the UK. Um, yeah, so I guess grew up in Christian household. Um, and then, I mean, it's probably quite a typical story for a lot of people. Grew up in Christian home, then during my teenage years, moved away from God quite a bit. Um, and then, ironically, it was dating an, an, an atheist girl that actually brought me back to Christ. So, yeah, so that's quite interesting. And she's also now a Christian, so that's great. Um, yeah, so I guess growing up in a Christian household, I always had Christian music there. Not, it was never more than worship music. I guess the coolest Christian music ever got for me growing up was probably Delirious. Um, Deeper was always my favourite song. Um, yeah, and then, I don't know. So I started the, the Good Christian Music blog in September last year. So it's been going, what, just over six months or so. Um, I guess it kind of started mostly because once I so once I became a Christian again, maybe about a year or two years ago, um, I got start I started to be introduced to some music that was is just a bit different to the normal kind of worship music that I've been brought up with. Um, so and I guess hearing that made me think, oh perhaps there's more stuff like this out there. I I quickly caught on to the whole CCM thing. Um, here in the UK, CCM it really doesn't exist in any form. So that's mostly just an American thing. Couldn't really get into it. It just wasn't my type of music. It's very different to what I was used to. But I quickly began to find other sorts of Christian music, things outside of the whole worship genre and things that were outside of CCM. Um, and yeah, a real mixture of genres as well. So getting into the whole Christian hip hop scene, um, I'm quite a big hip hop fan. So that was really cool. Starting to find more indie type bands, a lot of acoustic singer songwriter stuff. Um, yeah. And I just realized that there's this whole like great wealth of music out there that, especially here in the UK, there's, you never really hear about it and there isn't really any way of finding out about it. And yeah, I, I mean, my sister-in-law just suggested to me to start a blog saying that there's lots of people who would be interested in hearing this type of music, but they just don't have the time to find it. Um, and time's something that I've got quite a lot of being a student. So yeah, I thought I'd start the blog, um, see how it goes and, yeah, so I guess that's the purpose of the blog, just to share all of this great music that people wouldn't necessarily normally hear. I love, um, I'm at your site right now. And um, just just to, just for the listener's sake, um, one of the reasons I reached out to you is because we have a very similar domain name. Um, you know, we have christianmusicblog.com. And, and one day while, you know, I'm doing some work on our website, which is not live yet, but, you know, I'm doing some Google stuff trying to optimize for Google. And I, and I came across your site, of course, which is at the top, I think. And, um, and I was just like, wow, this, this guy, I gotta, I gotta get in touch with him because the mission under our mission on your site 
Um, I figured I might even read just a little bit. You quote Matthew eleven fifteen: He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And um, I think you say, you say, God gave us ears for listening, ears for hearing his good word, and ears for hearing his good music. And um, it's because of this that I am dedicated to highlighting great Christian music of all genres. And then you list several genres and uh, even some dubstep. I love that. Um, and so then you go into like passion and frustration. And I, and I wonder if you might expound on that for our listeners. Now, you, you obviously know we've spoken about this already, but the, the people who are listening to this podcast are music makers themselves. And so um, I think that you being a, a, a rabid Christian music fan are going to be able to help musicians know, you know, how to, how to be thinking about the kind of music that their fans might want to be looking for. Do do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so maybe you can speak to that, the passion and the frustration. Sure. Um, Hey, I'm just opening my mission page now as well. Uh, yeah, the passion was, so the first band that really got me into doing all of this was King's Kaleidoscope from Mars Hill Music. A friend from university put me onto them and I remember listening to their EP for the first time and I was just like, wow, like this is amazing. Um, I mean, it's not even like it's, in one sense, it's not original stuff. I mean, the EP is a collection of their versions of hymns. But at the same time, it just felt so unique and so fresh. It just felt like here's a band that's really doing their own thing. Like, yeah, it's 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 still worship music, but they're not looking to all these other worship bands. They're not looking to the CCM market. They've literally just thought like, man, this is the music that we love and this is the music that we're going to make. And I guess hearing hearing how they're just not restricted by genres and the norm was just really interesting for me. Um, and yeah, I, I guess the other, I guess this one's sort of a mix between passion and frustration is the whole, like being a fan of genres, especially genres such as hip hop. Um, I kind of feel like there are times when I really just want to listen to hip hop music and it's all I'm in the mood for, but it's such a shame when you almost have to like compromise on all your values just to listen to certain genres. And yeah, I mean, rap is massive for that. And it's such a shame. It's like, I really love this style of music. I, I love these beats, but you put it on and, you just have to listen to all these things that really aren't very helpful in so many ways. And so I just, because of that, I've got so much sort of passion for what's going on with the whole Christian hip hop movement. But I mean, it's not just limited to that genre. It's, it's in so many other things like rock as well. One of my housemates is massively into metal. So it's great that in the genres like that, there are ones, there are Christians in that who are doing it. Um, I guess the passion as well in that is I want to support these people especially because the worship bands I mean don't get me wrong I, I love worship music and there's nothing wrong with that but the worship bands get a lot of support from Christians I mean obviously it's a huge marketplace as like the recent success of Hillsong United Zion album shows but where you've got these sort of Christian rappers working alongside 
um, non-Christian rappers and especially things in like the metal scene, they don't get much support from Christians a lot of time, mostly because Christians aren't even aware of that music. And it's, for me, it just kind of feels like you've got these missionaries who are in this mission field, but don't really get that much support from the collective church. And for me, that's something that I really feel quite passionate about, just supporting them, helping them. I mean, even if it's, even if it's not with something like buying their music, even if it's just supporting them with your prayers is, is massive, I think. Um, yeah. And I mean, here, like, so on the mission page on my site in the frustrations, it talks a little bit about, um, so to quote myself, if God's word challenges us, why shouldn't his music do the same? And it's a massive thing. I think, uh, I mean, so often you'll go into a Bible study, even perhaps one that you've worked out yourself and you're leading and you're like, right, this is the plan, like, this is what I'm going to do. And then during it or you come out at the end like, man, just being completely humbled, like <laughs> so challenged by all the things going on there. And it, it's highlighted all these issues that I weren't even aware of. And I mean, that's kind of the point of, of God's word. Like so many of Paul's letters are, are very firm with what they're saying. Um, and I think that there's there's so much music out there that does that. And I think it's really what we need as Christians because worship music by its nature obviously isn't going to be challenging. Um, and again, like worship music is great, but that's kind of, I mean, worship music has its purpose, it's to worship. And so when you're able to listen to music, or listen to certain songs that do challenge you and hit you really hard. Um, for me, yeah, it's, I just find that really interesting. It's something I want to hear more of. Hmm. Why don't you just unpack that a little bit more in terms of challenging? Do you mean do you mean like the listener being able to expand their taste buds and in, 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 in as far as far as what they listen to musically or or even lyrically? Unpack that a little bit more. Okay, so um, I guess kind of in both senses, uh, you say expanding their taste buds. So one of the things that's happened recently with my blog is someone, so someone who I know here in Leeds, uh, came up to me and, and was like, oh, I've been listening to the hip-hop playlist on your YouTube channel and I absolutely love it. And uh, this is a girl that never usually listens to hip-hop would never yeah it's just not her thing not her style of music would never give it a listen any time of day um but hearing that she likes that i just thought that was brilliant and that's i think that's kind of the point of it to get people listening to these genres they wouldn't usually listen to because i think a lot of the time the reason they wouldn't usually listen to these things is because of the the typical style that that usually is so with hip-hop I mean, usually it's people spouting off about pimps and hoes and money and all these other pointless things. And you listen to it and it's just like, what is the point of this rubbish? Like, why would anyone want to listen to it? And so when people hear like this Christian stuff where the values do actually match up with their own, there is an appeal to it. And 
you get people listening to genres they wouldn't usually listen to because suddenly there is something massively appealing about it. And every drum, every different genre serves a different kind of purpose and a different kind of mood. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just speaks to people differently. Yeah, as you're saying that, I think something that comes to my mind is just the reality that God is infinitely great and vast and creative and he can't be contained in one particular style, whether it's you're talking about music or or art. I mean, beyond music, you know, there are so many ways to express the glory of God. And that, mm. to me, like you're, we're talking about hip hop a lot here, but when I first started listening to some of the you know the stuff by like Lecrae or or, or like Shylin, for example, who may not be as famous, it's packed with solid gospel theology and yeah. fine. it's like listening to a sermon with an amazing soundtrack behind it and <laughs> and it and in a way you you get it differently than you might if if the same lyrics were done in a more comfortable genre that you're used to because i don't know because god wants to communicate in so many different ways and mm. uh, just another aspect of who he is um, i think i don't know it's very good yeah, I mean, definitely. You only need to look around you to see that God loves variety um, in so much stuff. I mean, theological differences aside, God probably loves all the different kinds of churches there are. Um, I mean, he created everyone differently. So obviously he loves creativity and, and variety and difference. So, yeah, um, I guess the other thing when I talk about challenging music as well is sort of talking about issues that wouldn't usually be talked about in in certain genres of music. Um, which, yeah, I mean, I mean, it happens more in certain genres perhaps, but is that isn't really limited by genre besides worship music being worship music. If you... you if you do something like, I mean, singer-songwriters do it a lot. They go really in-depth, talk about their struggles and their challenges and hearing about other people's challenges or even just their testimonies through songs. Um, there's just something really different about it. And, uh, yeah, you come away from it thinking, like, wow, I'm really challenged by that. Or I'll often get lines from songs stuck in my head. And I definitely feel like a lot of the time that's God sort of challenging me with what's been said in that song. Um, yeah. So, it, yeah, I mean, by challenging, it works in lots of different ways. Yeah, it's good. You mentioned the story of, of the the young lady who, who didn't listen to hip-hop until she came across your playlist. Um, the other day when we spoke, you, you were also telling me about how there are other folks who come up to you listening to music that, is more obscure, maybe from another part in the world that you came across that you're just promoting on your blog. Um, can you can you share other stories like that where you're where you're really helping artists who need people to find their music but may not find it in a Christian you know music store or whatever? Yeah. So um, so I guess one one guy who I shared quite a while ago now, probably before Christmas. Um, so there's this guy called Steph McLeod from Scotland. Um, so his testimony is basically, I don't know how he got there. I haven't heard his full testimony just through my friends telling me. 
Um, he was basically homeless for a long time, uh, alcoholic, and through somehow, I, I can't remember how, so I wouldn't, wouldn't want to make it up, but he basically became a Christian, and now he he basically just uses his music to share the gospel with people and he does his gigs and he'll do a song, share a little part of his testimony, do another song, share a little part. And that's kind of format that goes along. But this guy, um, I mean, it's great. He's so focused on just sharing the gospel through his music that, um, his, I guess his publicity, like he's not really too focused on it. He's more just, so interested in just going and meeting people and sharing his music live with them but he's he's got such great music and i mean like being from scotland it's not exactly the biggest country for music and so that being my housemates having that music passing it on to me and me being able to pass it on to this much larger platform that's just worldwide it's just great something like that i mean how before the internet and obviously i'm not the only blog that shares music like this but without putting that stuff on the internet how often would someone sat in mexico be listening to this scottish singer songwriter i mean it's just mad when you think about it and and i mean it's the same with other people as well so there's this again singer songwriter called strawn from new zealand um he was suggested to me just by a follower of the blog. His stuff is great. It's, I mean, it's, I'd call it worship music, but it wouldn't fit in the worship genre. It's still completely singer songwriter, but his stuff is just amazing. Can't stop listening to it at the moment. And that being passed on to me, being able to put that on the blog, share it with so many people is just great. And even just, through the blog, the music getting to me, I've been able to pass it on to people here. And I mean, the guy's now got like a small gang of followers in Leeds, which, I mean, why would that ever normally happen to this guy from New Zealand? The internet. <laughs> that's the yeah. reason. Yeah. Crazy. Good side of the internet. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. And that's really um, one of my hopes too for this for this particular podcast and, and, and our site that we're developing, you know, that, that music makers can be connected and come together and talk about some of these things. Um, so along those lines, you being a music fan, I mean, I know you, you play guitar, but you, you have told me that that's not, ne- you're not necessarily pursuing the artist thing. You're wanting to promote great artists. Um, yeah. and, um, I think you might be able to really encourage people of faith who make music, who might be just getting started, who are, um, frankly limited in what they listen to perhaps, or they're trying too much to be like, as you've put it, uh, um, music in the worship genre, quote unquote. Um, how would you encourage a new artist or someone that's going through a, a season of, you know, they, they feel like their music just doesn't compare. It doesn't seem fresh. Like some of the stuff out there, what would you say to them? Uh, I think to put it really simply, I'd just say, do your own thing. Even, I'd even say as well, just because you listen to one's kind of music, that doesn't mean that that's the kind of music that you're going to play. I mean, when we spoke before, I said you could listen constantly to Coldplay and you could write some songs, but they could sound completely differently to Coldplay. Um, 
and I mean, it's all a process of sort of developing your sound as well. Try, I think trying different avenues as well is massive. Um, so I think one story that I find really interesting is uh, this guy, I think he's, I'm pretty sure he's from America, called Jeff Schneeweiss. He's, so he's done music in a couple bands, um, like quite different sounds, but he basically wrote a bunch of worship songs um, struggled to kind of get them sounding like anything really he talks about it on his blog um couldn't get them to work was wondering why thought about stopping them not bothering with them and then he just kind of felt one day he's a massive fan of like synth 80s pop music uh, that whole 80s sound and so he thought, well, yeah, I'm a fan of this. Why not try these songs as sounding more like that? And he said he tried it and it just clicked. And it, these songs just suddenly sounded how they were supposed to sound. And that, I mean, I put one of his songs on the blog and it was massively popular. Um, people were loving it, like myself included, just because it's so unique. I mean, it sounds like a few things out there, but things are always going to have influences, but it, it just feels so unique. And it's like, yeah, that's his, that's his sound. Like he's doing his thing. He's not looking to other people and copying them. But, um, yeah, advice to people writing, just, just try different things. If it doesn't work in one style, try it in a different style. If you're getting a bit stuck, I guess the whole sort of writer's block, but with music, one thing I'd suggest is, Try listening to a different style of music, completely different genre that you wouldn't normally listen to just for a whole week and you'll come away from it and you'll it can't not affect you. I mean, it has to. And even just sort of listening to something that you'd never think you could play along to, just put a track on, work out the chords and every different genre of music uses different sort of chord progressions, structures, different style of chords you can come away from it and even if you don't come away making that style of music you put in elements of that and it just adds another dimension to your sound mm -hmm. yep very good man awesome so one thing that i'm very excited about you know, we've talked about bringing you on more regularly to the podcast and exposing yeah. our listeners to music that is currently exciting to you. You've already mentioned a few folks, um, and we'll put some of those links in the show notes of the podcast today for those of you listening. But, um, yeah. So what are you, what are you currently liking right now? I'm literally in the middle of a song by propaganda. Um, propaganda has got an interesting story. He was, um, massive battle rapper. Um, can't remember which city somewhere in America. And, yeah, has done a lot of spoken words since then, but he's basically signed with the Christian hip-hop label Humble Beast and bought an album out just before Christmas. He's got some great stuff, really interesting sound, pretty unique as well. Um, yeah, some really interesting stuff. I mean, their whole label is great. I absolutely love it. Really listening to Beautiful Eulogy as well at the moment, their same label. Um other stuff i mentioned strawn he's definitely getting a lot of plays at the moment um as soon as the sun's out always playing him um who else am i listening to right now oh interesting question 
Um, I'm still playing a lot of so so one of my favorite worship albums this year has to be Citizens um, from Mars Hill again. Their album, I just feel like it it's so unique. I mean, Mars Hill Music is bringing out a lot of good stuff at the moment, and each band definitely has its own sound, but they're, they're all just doing their own thing again. And even though it's completely a worship album and it's stuff that you can do in churches, it still just sounds very much like, yeah, they're doing their own thing. They found their sound, and it's great. Absolutely loving that. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many. I'll, I've got to save some, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so for folks who, who aren't familiar with your site, I'm, I'm definitely, we're going to point people in that direction. So the good Christian music blog.com. So someone's listening to this right now, they're driving down the road and they have no idea what your site is and how, and what you're doing exactly. So practically speaking, you're posting YouTube videos of a, an entire track of, a, of an artist and you put up, um, your logo and a picture and it's really simple what you're doing, but people are, are loving the music. So that's, what's drawing them. Um, and I thought maybe you could speak to that a little bit and, um, and, but you're also moving forward, hoping to do some music reviews, some interviews. Um, so artists who are listening to this, they want to get in touch with you and do they have to submit their music? What's the process if they want you to, um, promote what they're doing? Sure. So the best thing to do, if you go on the website, um, there's one page called submissions. Um, yeah, I love being sent music. It's great. It saves me time because I don't have to find it myself. So yes, send me whatever you've got. Um, obviously not all of it gets on. I get sent a lot of music. Um, I'll, if I love your stuff, you'll probably get a nice email back from me. <laughs> so let's pause right there. Let me, let me ask you a question along those lines. Um, for folks, let's say they might be a little bit nervous, like, oh, well, my, my stuff's not great yet. Um, what would be some standards for them to, to shoot for? If they set a goal, like to submit some music to you in a year, how should they improve in a year's time? Even if things aren't fully polished yet, you might have you may have sort of, the bare bones of a song, or know where things are going. I mean, demos still sound good, and you you get an idea as to where they're going. I'd maybe say, uh, if if it's not complete, probably just wait till it's complete and send it to me. I mean, the longer you wait to send stuff to me, it's only going to mean that more people get to hear it once it gets put up. Um, but yeah, just... Send me stuff. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. always happy to hear it. I don't, I don't usually get back to people with advice on it just because I don't have enough time to do that. But yeah, if I like it, you'll see it on the blog. Maybe not immediately. Sometimes even months after it gets sent to me. But if it's if it's good and I like it, it will find its way up there. Definitely. Good. So, so just to be clear for those of you guys who are listening to this. Um, Steven's really looking to expose something that's already ready to be exposed, something that's great. Um, you're not necessarily developing artists. You're a, you're a music fan who loves to expose music that's great. That's pretty yeah. much what it comes down to. Yep. Yeah, basically. Um, 
I mean, you talked about the whole YouTube thing. Yeah, the I've got the website, but I'd say the core of it all is probably the YouTube channel. The idea behind all of that started from a lot of um, mostly electronica YouTube channels, actually. They basically just post up songs with a nice picture, not the greatest pictures to help you with sort of especially things like sexual purity. Um, but I just thought it'd be great to see a Christian version of this. I mean, everyone's, well, everyone gets distracted by YouTube a lot of the time. Um, why not be distracted by something worthwhile, I think. Um, but yeah, and it just gets put up on YouTube. And that's where most of the followers are as well. But yeah, as I mean, you talked about plans to expand it. I mean, when I started it, I only sort of imagined it being the whole YouTube thing, um, quickly moved on to doing the rest of social media and then getting the website going and things have really taken off. I mean, God's really blessed it. It's done much better than I ever imagined it would do. And yeah, I'm really looking, sort of hoping to expand it a little bit, do interviews with people. Did my first interview last week and that was great. Loved it. Um, really fun. I'd love to do more stuff like that and expand it a little bit. But it's all the whole purpose of it is always just going to be to share music with people who want to hear it. That's great. Well, I think just to, to highlight it again, I think I know for me as a as a music maker, as a songwriter, I I'm challenged to broaden my my scope and to take in more music and learn from other people, learn from styles that are different than where I might naturally go. And um, again, for those of us who are music makers, I know that the more we can learn from others, the better stuff we're probably going to make. You know, there's something about humility in that too. I think that God honors, you know, Um, but um, yeah, man. So now where can people go to find you? I know we're excited about having you, contribute some to CMB and be a part of what we're doing. Um, where can people go to find you other than your website, like on Twitter and Facebook and, and YouTube? Sure. So Facebook and Twitter, it's both the GCM blog. Um, find me there. I'd love to have you follow me on Twitter. Twitter's always a little bit quiet than everything else. Um, but yeah, come and chat to me on Twitter. I, I love people talking to me. Um, YouTube, um, pretty sure. Let me just check. I can't remember now. I think YouTube's just the GCM blog as well. Yeah, yeah the GCM blog. Um, but I, I reckon. Fact, let me just check. And Twitter is the same. So Twitter, like you're at the GCM blog or GCM yeah, that's blog. Right. Yeah. On YouTube, if the best way to find me is just do a search on YouTube for Good Christian Music Blog and. I come up top. So, yeah. And that's YouTube's probably the best way of finding the music. Or if you go on the website, you can sort of select a genre and find stuff that way, which is really good. Great. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, man. I'm excited about what God has in store and certainly what God has been doing through your blog and, and what he will continue to do as it grows. So, God bless you, man, and look forward to having you back on soon. Yeah, thanks very much. I'm really excited to be back on. It was great being here. Cheers. All 
All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I'm very excited about all that is happening over at the GCM blog. Again, that domain name is thegoodchristianmusicblog.com, and Stephen is just knocking it out of the park with regard to sharing and exposing great music that needs to be heard. And so as artists, we can learn from these artists and learn from the the sounds that they're coming up with and just the creativity. And And um, if, if you're looking to be inspired, if you're looking for something fresh, I I encourage you to check out check out what Steven's doing. We're going to be bringing him on again um, to the podcast in a regular way. I'll share more of that um, soon, but um, we're going to be partnering together some. It's going to be really, really cool to see what God does through this relationship. So thank you, Stephen. Really, really glad to have met you, buddy. Um, make sure you check out all of the links for this particular podcast. Um, there are several bands and and other significant sites that were mentioned. So if you go to christianmusicblog.com slash session 10, um, I'll have all those links in the show notes. christianmusicblog.com slash session 10. All right, so that's it for this episode of the CMB Podcast. Again, make sure you sign up for our email list. You can do that by going to freemusicgift.com. I have some gifts for you there. Just for listening to the podcast, I want to say thank you in a practical way. So go there. You can pick up those gifts and sign up for our email list, freemusicgift.com. In the next session of the CMB Podcast, I speak with drummer Dale Baker. If you know any drummers, make sure you tell them not to miss out on the next session of the CMB Podcast. Thank you for listening to the CMB Podcast. For more valuable content, including helpful articles and video, visit christianmusicblog.com.